Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program. Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Thanks for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano. And now Steve Jordahl's in studio with us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. I enjoyed meeting Danny, uh, 60th birthday. He said we're broadcasting to his chickens in his barn. So for them. Back in Kentucky. Steve, that, that is the low light of your career right there, Steve. Um, <laughs> low light. You know, for broadcasting to chickens, that was the gospel in chicken. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> is that from the Is that from the the Message Bible? Right. I think that's from Green Acres <laughs> from the show Green Acres. Also, Danny said his uh, his son watches us. Yeah, he, he's yeah. an architect or yeah. something. And yeah, we appreciate everybody who's able to come by and visit us here in Tupelo. Uh, a lot of people do that on vacation or yeah. stop by and see us, say hello. <clears throat> you got to register. Ahead of time. We, we do right. ask for people to do that. Right. you got to register ahead of time online so we'll know you're coming. Right. We can do a background check. We do that. And then uh, also make sure that you have your uh, COVID vaccine shot. And by background <laughs> check, we just mean uh, we, we want to make sure that you're not part of a mob or something. You know, you would know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's, that's, that's an... Culturally insensitive. Yes, it is. Uh, to, to just because I'm Italian does just, not mean you're a part I have of the connections mob. with the mob, Steve. Okay. Okay. I don't own. <laughs> and if I, I don't, don't stop, you're going to sick somebody I, on me. I'm going to have a visit tonight. I don't own a pizzeria. <laughs> all right. I, I if and and if you don't stop right. that, uh, Guido's say come goodbye to, to your dog. That's all I can say. <laughs> Ethnic stereotyping is just you wrong on, on, on any level. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> huh? You take those poor Scandinavian people. They're always maligned. Right. They're you all know. a bunch of skiers. And, so uh, not, you say, yeah. I mean, what he just said to me would be as if, like, the first lady called Hispanics breakfast tacos. That would never happen. That would never happen. That would never happen. Never. Hey, by the way, just food for thought here, uh, or a question I have. Allison, my wife, and I were talking last night, and she posed this question to me. And I had no answer, which that's about the 1,547th <laughs> time that's happened in our marriage. <clears throat> but anyway, she said, uh, President Biden has COVID, right? Yes. That's, I said, yes, he does. He said, she said, what is Jill Biden doing visiting ice cream shops? Because I, I didn't public. know that until, until you mentioned it this morning. So he, she was visiting this weekend uh -huh, ice cream shop? Uh-huh. Because she got heckled pretty yeah. good. Oh, they, that's, right. They, that's right. She was going in the ice cream shop, and some people said to her, your your husband is the worst president ever. Destroying the economy or something. Yeah, and I, I, you owe me some gas money, they said. <laughs> <laughs> she yelled back, thank you for your support. Yeah, she did. Uh, <laughs> she was very gracious about it as she went in for her ice cream. But the point is, she should be quarantined. Yes, well, unless for the she, for the safety of the rest of the people around her, she could be spreading COVID right now. Well, unless she just has not been around President Biden, hmm. has she been on the road or something? It still is a bad visual. It is. It is. It's a 
Terrible visual. Maybe the virus doesn't respond well to cold, and she's trying to kill it with the ice cream. Well, that should that I have should no scientific data to Nancy back that up Pelosi all, safe. <laughs> Do what now? That should keep Nancy yeah. Pelosi safe if ice yeah. cream kills the virus. You know, Remember? I got to tell you guys, uh, as as November gets as the November gets here, my excitement level is is going to begin to build. <laughs> the thought of of Nancy Pelosi having to give up the gavel as Speaker of the House, the potential for that happening is is great. I think I think everybody acknowledges that, and so that will be that'll be a top fifteen day in my life. <laughs> not not top ten, and she would probably retire at that point. I don't oh, think she would stick around for another no, two years. No, she's not going to be minority leader at age right. 82 or whatever right. it is. huh? Besides that, her husband's killing it on inside trading. <laughs> yes, that's right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and she might, you know. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> he's killing pro- it. I'm just trying to protect. No, he's killing it. Allegedly via insider trading. Yeah. By insider trading, by insider trading, I mean uh, it, he evidently knew. Well, the, the the talk is okay that he knew what was happening with some kind of legislation, and it caused him to invest in something where he made a lot of money. Yeah, if if he's not getting inside information, he is the greatest stock market mind <laughs> in history. You know, Nancy Pelosi was asked about this. Listen to what she said. Cut five. Uh, over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you've received from you? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you go. She well, said no. So she said no. If she says it. <laughs> you know, here, here's the list. She also said, no, I did not go to the beauty salon. <laughs> yes. And then, evi- and, then, and, then, and then video evidence. evidence uh, yeah. Well, listen, I, I think I, I'm just trying to protect us from a lawsuit in case she's listening she might but i think we all i think we all know how this kind of thing can happen in other words she's saying obviously i did not give him any inside information but we all had teenagers we all had children when we were uh when our kids were growing up we know how this goes she's cooking up a meal in the kitchen and she says not to her husband, just out loud. She just says, boy, if I was going to invest, I would invest in this. And she, plausible denial. I did not give him a tip. No. I did not go up to him and say, husband. I, I'll bet you there, there are Republicans and Democrats who have made a lot of money on this kind of thing. I think, hasn't over the Mitch de- McConnell over done the de- pretty well? Over the decades. There's yeah. very few people who have spent any amount of time in Congress that haven't retired fairly wealthy beyond right. what a congressional salary can, yes. can give you. So I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, uh, just to set the record straight, I have no evidence to support the allegation that Mr. Pelosi made a killing off insider trading. But... Uh, but he's made a, a killing. The story, the story is out there. I mean, of course, she's just said uh, she denies, and, and of course, she took up follow-up questions there too. Did you notice there? <laughs> yeah, right. Huh? Just to make sure. She said no. That's it. Okay. Goodbye. Right. All right. Next story, Steve. Um. Well, uh, Joe is not the only politician to Joe. get COVID. He's first name basis. Yeah, I know. We're we're, we're buds. <laughs> okay. 
The other Joe has gotten it too. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin tweeted out this morning, I tested positive for COVID-19. I am fully vaccinated and boosted and I'm experiencing mild symptoms. I will isolate and follow CDC guidelines. I don't care. As I continue to re- remotely and block Biden agenda. It's the same old press statement from every single politician who gets COVID. First of all, Personally, I'm, I don't even want to hear about it anymore. Right. So, so you're sick uh, and with the COVID or the flu or the cold or stomach virus. I'm sorry about that, but that, there's no need for everybody to tell everybody that ag- anymore. huh? Let- because you know what? They say the same thing. They all say the same thing. You got the name of the person. And then followed by, what was the quote again, Steve? Because we've heard it from every politician. I am fully vaccinated yep. and boosted. Yep. I'm experiencing mild symptoms. Uh-huh. I will isolate and follow CDC guidelines uh-huh. as I continue to work remotely to serve West Virginians and block Biden's agenda. No, that was me at the end. <laughs> so I would like him to see, say, you know, I'm, I've got the COVID, but I'm going out in the public anyway because I don't give a rip. <laughs> If I give it to anybody. In fact, I'm going to the ice cream yeah, shop. Yeah, so get out of the way, people. Here I come. <laughs> right. uh, as long Manchin. as you're masked, uh, uh, you long, should have no problems. As long as you're masked and triple vaxxed and boosted, then you shouldn't care whether I'm out in public <laughs> or not, right? <laughs> I just, you know what? Well, the, it is getting, it, am I right? It is, it's getting old. Every time a yes. politician gets COVID, they have to announce to the world that. You know, have you ever stopped? Because it's already, 2020 is already like a dream. Like a bad dream. Yeah. You ever stop to think like in five years, ten years, we're all still on the earth. I hope so. That we're gonna be going, you do you guys remember that two two years after the COVID thing? Remember lockdowns? You remember <clears throat> mask mandates? You remember Anthony Fauci? I mean, mm-hmm. it, unless you, we're gonna be like we're gonna be talking about that like unless you live in New Zealand. Thank you. Jacinda Ardern, the prime minister there. Yeah. I think this is gonna go on for a while with New Zealand. I want you to hear what she had to say, cut 13. The most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. Unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. Wow. I know, right? That's the Prime Minister of New Prime Zealand? Minister of New Zealand. You know what's going on over there, right? Are they still? Are they still? I think. No. What happened was. What happened was. I'm trying to type it in so I can document what I'm about to say. Uh, So shit. That she was. That the height of arrogance. Right. And that was. I'm going to tell you that. Frankly, that was scary. We will continue to be your sole source of truth. And anything else, if you don't, is not the truth. Not the truth. Wow. I think Goebbels said something like that at one point. What's happened over there? (laughs) is they had one of the tightest, strictest lockdowns on the planet Yes, during COVID. And they're isolated. I mean. Yeah, they're a little island out there in the Pacific, off the coast of, well, not too far from Australia. And so now, because they've delayed, uh, they've locked down and tried to keep people out of the country and so forth and so on. But now... What hit America a year ago and the rest of the world, quite frankly, is now hitting New Zealand. Omicron. Yeah. The Omicron strain uh, that is particularly affecting the older population. So um, let's see. So what I'm saying is they're really having a big wave of the Omicron COVID variant. 
my here's my point. You can't stop the virus. And they could and, and now they're finding out they couldn't either. That right. they being New Zealand, they only did not, they only delayed the inevitable. That's my point here. That if we've learned anything, the virus will do what the virus will do and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And I'm guessing that we're probably learning that it is endemic. COVID is endemic and people are going to have it. They're going to have it. And when they breathe on someone at the local ice cream shop, people who did not already go through this process and get natural immunity right. are going to get it. Wow. I can't, I, I'm just, I'm the, stunned by her saying I know, that. I know. Accor- according to Roy, I brought it in. According to Reuters, which is like, uh, in like a British it's Associated German. Press type. It's British type? It's British, isn't it? British, Reuters, Reuters. British. They say New Zealand COVID death rate at record levels. So they shut down and tried to protect their country from getting this. And it only delayed the inevitable because you can't stop a virus. Once they opened back up, did New Zealand, then the viruses came in. And right. now, they, now, they're get, now they're catching the Omicron, which is, say, was uh, here in the U.S., what, a year ago or so? Yeah. But that's still <clears> the less... The, 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 it, that is still the least uh, dangerous strain, isn't it? The further down the line we go, the more infectious it is, the least, the, the less, less lethal. lethal or severe. Okay. I don't know. It right. Where did Omicron come in the, in the, in the number two? In the, I think okay. it was the primary strain, then Omicron, the and then Delta. Then Delta. Yeah, the Delta. Oh, Delta, and then Omicron. Thank okay. you. Yes, uh, you had uh, the the. And now they're just using letters. You had COVID numbers. COVID classic, right? <laughs> right. Followed right. up by um, by new by, new COVID, new COVID, new COVID, then COVID Delta and COVID Omicron, and that. So anyway, they're they're really suffering over there in New Zealand, uh, and that, I'm sorry to say that I'm sad to hear it, but uh, it only proves that uh, you can't stop this virus. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna circle the globe. You can. Well, what what but what, what you were quoting there, the, the point of really this segment was, you were uh, we were hearing from the prime minister of New Zealand. It gets pretty authoritarian after a while. Yeah, they have. Well, to. you know what? I've been shocked by what what Australians allowed to happen to them. Right? Huh? I thought they were more like Americans. Yeah. But evidently, evidently not. They're very independent. That's what I thought too. Didn't you think? Yes, that? I did. But I guess not. They put I mean, up with all kinds of stuff. Remember yeah. them having those videos of someone trying to come out of their apartment building to walk next door to visit a friend, and the cops jumped them. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Wrestled them to the ground. To be fair, Australians are you know former prisoners, so they're used to breaking the law. <laughs> That's it. Was founded as a founded, pe- penal, yes, colony. penal colony. Um, Steve's, Steve's big into stereotypes, aren't you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we continue to to have the gun debate here, the gun control debate, of whether or not uh, taking guns off the street or making them less accessible is going to take care of shootings. One country that has solved the gun control issue, at least they've settled on something, is Canada. You cannot get a gun in Canada. It is the most strictest one of in the world, I think, one of the most strictest. This dateline, uh, Reuters, July 25th, several people were killed in a mass shooting early Monday in the Canadian province of British Columbia. You just What you're saying is when bad guys want to get a gun. If, if they want, if they are intent to do bad, they're going to do bad. You just can't. I mean, it, it, there might be a place to talk about, you know, just to get along. You know, 
okay, background checks or whatever, I'm not going to argue all that. To, it's not a hill I'm going to die on. Right. But you cannot get rid of guns. You cannot out – you take away all the guns, there's still going to be guns, too many, right. to, uh, to take away from criminals. All right, well, that was – Hey, I, that, that is uh, tragic. Yes, uh, and, and I'm not. I'm not being light. Point. I mean, we've right. been having fun to this point. That's that is tragic. But uh, just just a little data point for you yeah. there. Um. So uh, the you know that when you're reading press in America, the Associated Press has a style guidebook that tells reporters how they're supposed to use words and it's what, very very influential it is uh, you, everybody who's well certainly like the ap uses it and right. new york times and all these other people who are um times i think might have its own style guy but it's very similar and um so if you read something and you see it says pro-choice you the style guide says you're not supposed to use pro-abortion you're supposed to use pro-choice or right. whatever well they put out some style guides, some uh, guidelines for transgender coverage. It, it's shocking to me that they they preface this by saying we encourage writers to use unbiased language and to avoid avoid false balance by giving a platform to unqualified claims. What are unqual what are unqualified claims? Well, that there are two genders, for example. You don't want to give a platform to anybody that says that. That would be biased. So um, the guide encourages writers to refer to subjects according to their preferred gender identity. They can they condemn dead naming. They say this: the guide. What in the world is that? Dead naming is when, <clears throat> well, Will Thomas. I just dead named Leah Thomas. Right. It's when a person is name. trans, you, you and wants to go. So if I said I was a trans woman, and I don't want to go by Ed anymore, I want to go by Edna. And you refer to me as Ed, that's dead naming. You're going by what I used to be. That name is dead to me. It's dead to me. Well, yeah. they say, so this is how you identify. They say the word identify is who he identifies as a woman. No, don't do that. Now they say, just say, is a woman. We're taking all the ambiguity out of it. If you say you're a woman, you are a woman, according to the Associated Press. You're going to be reading more about this. I got to tell you guys, language is so important. Whoever controls the language controls the debate. All right, so let me ask you, Steve. You, you, I, I'm familiar with the AP Style Guide. Mm -hmm. We used it for years when I was writing for the AFA. I still write some for the AFA Journal, right. now called The Stand. Uh, we made changes to the AP Style Guide, but it was the backbone of what we sure. used as a style guide. So you're still uh, in journalism full-time. So let me ask you this. Um, let's say five years from now, this madness this fever breaks mm -hmm. and americans decide 80 85 percent we're not doing this anymore we don't think transgender people should be persecuted or abused but we're not changing what we believe for them how does a group like the associated press or merriam webster dictionaries mm -hmm. now that have come out and they are making these kinds of sweeping changes when it's when they're discussing <clears throat> gender how do they how do they walk that back well the I don't know about the dictionary people, but the journalism people are as far left as you can possibly go. Yeah. They are the last people who will ever admit that they were wrong. Okay. But if it comes to that, maybe 10 years after everybody else decides to stop, mm. they will probably just make a change and not say much about and it. Not say, yeah. I, I, I agree. That's probably what will happen. Yep. It's just, it's bizarre. This, this is a bizarre world that we've entered into. Well. And, and the people you trust to make the right decisions 
are the worst. Yeah, yeah. These uh, the, the AP style guidebook is what yes, you're sir. talking about. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't think they're going to have Dave Chappelle come and do comedy for them. <laughs> I not. Nope. Huh? No. For those who don't know who he is, he's a uh, comic, very popular comic, Dave Ch Chappelle. I wouldn't recommend it to our audience, but yes. Yeah, he, he uses a lot of profane language. Yeah, so, but, but, his, but he's been attacked by the pro-trans crowd because he says that uh, gender is a fact. Right. F-A-C-T. And he started out that by supporting J.K. Rowling, mm -hmm. the author of the Hottie, uh, Hottie Toddy. Yeah, no, the Harry Potter, uh, Harry Potter Harry series, Potter. Yeah. the Hottie Toddy book. <laughs> yeah, for the old Miss fans out there, that's right. right. Hotty Toddy, gosh almighty, which I wouldn't break. We can't finish that, can't can't finish that, that on Christian radio. That's true. But anyway, you have to go to an old Miss football game to hear it in all its glory. Oh, uh, but anyway, uh, people in the uh, uh, even who are liberals. Who 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 speak out for truth in terms of gender are getting blasted by the trans the pro transgendered uh, crowd and they are loud and they can pack a punch. I don't know how many of them there are, but they are enough to to engage on social media and put pressure on. Uh, people to try to get them to relent on this issue. But someone like Dave Chappelle, uh, Netflix was running his thing, and they've said to their employees, if you don't like it, you can leave. Because I think it's much, I think it's as much it, comedy. They want to stand up for comedy, which is the ability to say anything offensive at all. They're kind of the social commentators that can get away with that, are supposed to be able to get away with that, and they don't want to be censored. I think it's as much that as that they really believe ideologically something. But as... <clears throat> All right, we're out of time, fellers. Can I just uh, give one last? Uh, this go. Is, okay. He or, said go. I think. Oh, I, I thought you said no. Uh, <laughs> Did you say no or go? I said go. Oh, go. okay. In Saudi Arabia, they're planning on building a skyscraper. Now, they've had big, big buildings over there. You've seen those that look like sailboats and everything. This one is going to be taller than the Empire State Building, and seventy-five miles long. And it's going to be able to house 5 million people. We need to put that on our southern border. Right? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Get yep. 5 million? How we could supply water for something well, that, that big in Saudi Arabia. That, that'll never happen. You don't think they'll ever finish yeah, it? Yeah, it's It's, it's uh, expected to cost over a trillion dollars to build. The largest building uh, construction project ever. Who wants to live there? I'm mean, looking at pictures, and it pictures. doesn't, it doesn't yeah. look bad. They have, like, soccer stadiums yeah. within this yeah. structure. It's like, a, it's like a big metropolitan I wouldn't area. mind living in, you know, something, an apartment that looks... Yeah. Like you I'm said gonna, this morning gonna, in our story meeting, that's just having too much money to burn. I'm going to yeah. send this to uh, to Brent, who can okay. post pictures on our 200, website. How, many, how tall is the Empire State Building? How long? It's, like, 1,300 feet or something, and... The Empire State's... No, how many miles? This one? Yeah. 75. 75 miles long. So I'm, you go to... So when you go to visit Grandma down the hall, 
<laughs> you might want need you to might take be the going bullet thirty train. miles right on your scooter. Right. I bet they have some kind of tram. It must. Through it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We thank you for yours, uh, and we shall see you back here tomorrow. Have a great day. Keep listening to AFR.